got a date at the Megaplex in Halloween Town. It's a whole can of worms. Keep it under wraps. It's implied that the date is with a vampire. It's implied that you are a twitch. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Take it away, Kids Cinema. All right, shall we do the podcast now? Well, actually, just to be safe, I will get a water. <laughs> which it won't take too long. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You should have gone away, at the Mr. gas station. Yeah, I've got the responsibility now. I'll start the podcast. Ah, woo. Hey, everybody. It's me, uh, Mr. Movies. Um, you're, this is day three of a little mini-series presented by I Was Scared 2, usually a horror movie podcast. The mini-series name is Mom's Got a Date with... Uh, Mom's got a date at the Megaplex in Halloween Town. It's a whole can of worms. Keep it under wraps. And what eagle-eared listeners might pick up on in that is that's a lot of names of spooky um, Disney Channel original movies, and those eagle-eared listeners would be right because that is exclusively what we're covering for 13 days straight. And as I mentioned, it's day three, which means, of course, we're covering everyone's favorite <laughs> can of worms. And I'm not alone. I've got... Uh, wait, did I, s- I said... Did I say kid? Oh, he was gone. Hey, Curtis, did I say kid cinema or Mr. Cinema? I don't remember. Uh, well, I'm Mr. Cinema, damn it. And that's what's important. And Curtis is our guest. What's up, Curtis? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, it's Curtis Mr. Rutherford. Cinema? Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's a change that happened but 24 hours ago, and I'm not used to it yet. And we're also not alone. I've got Mr. Movies with us. What's up, Mr. Movies? Mr. Movies, more like kid movies. Hello! Well, don't even joke about that. These ranks are very serious. You're right, important. you're right, you're right. I'm and Mr. Movies. Because I said kid movies as a joke yesterday, but we didn't, uh, but it's not, that was just a joke. But I've learned my oh lesson good. not to joke about that. But yes. I've already enjoyed our guest and, quite frankly, the movie. And we're like, what, a minute 40 in? That's that's a world record for Terrific. us, right? <laughs> so now, if what I do could... you guys want to talk about? <laughs> oh, well, you know, if I could delay it for a little <laughs> yeah, bit. of course. Before we talk to Curtis, ask Curtis some questions, you know, Get a frame of reference. See what Curtis's history with Disney Channel original movies is. See what Curtis's history with horror movies, sci-fi even, because this movie's it's a bit of a sci-fi movie. Hey, well, even ask is astrological sign, I'm sure. But yeah, after that. But first, I just want to toot our own damn horns for a little bit. Okay, we're this is a bit of a bit of a crazy week for the I would yeah. scare two household. I'd say month, dude. Month, really month. Yes, we're, we're this is a we're like slated to record nine days in a row. And we're in the middle we, of it. And because we're guesting on some shit, that's like <laughs> yeah. now 11. <laughs> like, it's now 10 or 11, yes. Yeah. And um, But, you know, when we're c- towards the end of it, it's almost over, it, you know. not uh, to, But this is day three. Right. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> My point being, I think we've, yeah. we've yet to have a, a cataclysmic train wreck oh, recording yeah. that we, like, cannot release because we fight each other in a way that is uncomfortable to listen to. As some podcasts do. Not in this run. I feel like our Rob Zombie Halloween 2 episode might be the closest. Oh, probably. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, Go check back out and that listen, one. Folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it happens in the podcast. You know, you, 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 you're mad. Yeah. You mad, bro? Also, I, that was also three days before I met my now wife. So I think that it really sums up where I was at emotionally. Uh, you know? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and I, I think if you re listen, you can definitely feel that this kid's got some rage in him, man. What's going wow. on with this guy? Wow. Um, 
And well, I've mellowed my, the fuck out since then. Yes. What's up, and we can get more into that. My point just being, I think we've proven we have what it takes to take over Regis and Kelly's job. <laughs> we should be the hosts of, of Kelly and Ryan, damn it. Kelly it's, and Ryan with Mr. Movies and Mr. <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> yes. It's very clear. She's a she's a talented, versatile lady. She's done with she's done what she can do with the show. She should move on. <laughs> she's Ryan, good, she's good. Doing podcasts. <laughs> exactly. You guys should do a swap. She's had yeah. a run on TV. Give us a chance. Give us the brass ring, damn it. We want to host live with Mr. Movies and Mr. Cinema. Yeah. And and I think who better than to be our producer for that show? Oh. Uh, Curtis. You know how like on Regis and Will Kelly. Will you be our Gelman? Yes, that's the name I was searching for. And we uh, just or the, like Biff Henderson from uh, <laughs> Old Letterman. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And you're we just we're always like so Curtis was your how's your weekend and you're just like no no please uh, I'm, I'm not a performer uh, okay fine yeah yeah I mean well, who told the camera to cut over here who knows but still yeah. <laughs> I just Ooh. happen to have makeup on please <laughs> oh that or was it Jonathan Ro- Conan's producer oh yeah was always like again like in the classic Conan way like. Why you're just giving a lot of screen time to like Max Weinberg and a producer with no energy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, but isn't it funny that like they like don't want to be on camera and they visibly don't like it? Yeah. Classic. Yeah, Conan. it is funny. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day how it's so I feel like a lot of old comedy was the like, isn't it odd that this thing is on TV that wouldn't be on TV? And now because all like video has been democratized it's no longer odd to do that yeah like the whole like tim and eric thing of like how can how could this be on tv well any shit is on TV yeah, yeah. Or, like it's no longer commercials are now doing the tim and eric thing exactly and so now it's that's not even subversive in the least anymore and, yeah. Uh, yeah it's also like yeah it's not that hard to find weird tv or weird cable access now so yeah you're like, or just yeah, weird entertainment at large. Yes, yeah. It's like it doesn't have to be a produced thing. Like the kid yelling, I got a knife. And like that that was like <laughs> the biggest deal for two days or whatever. Uh, and that, that filled the spot of whatever oh, yeah. exciting happened on the late night show the night before. You know, that phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Even to, again, not to further stick the knife in the side of late night TV, but. <laughs> I just no no you know Which I used to s- the power we have yeah damn it we're gonna take because we're daytime TV motherfuckers yeah we're daytime that's forever <laughs> people are bored when they're watching daytime and that's a that's a valuable service is bored it, people as long as there's orthodontist office there'll be daytime TV man. <laughs> yes oh my god reception areas yep, oh yep. Mm-hmm. Kids Which, home from school for the yep. flu or for chicken. I guess kids don't get chicken pox. There's been yeah. a vaccine for. Is that true? What a, yeah. How long? Uh, like I think twenty years or something. Ten. Oh years. what? Damn. Wow. We where were we? We were essentially like probably the last. <laughs> last. Yeah. Last like kids who were like, oh, Johnny's got chicken pox. Let's all go oh. play with Johnny so that way you don't get it later. Yeah. Now kids just get the vaccine. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Well, that's cr- well. What good late news that is? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, it is weirdly infuriating the scientific developments in our lifetimes that are like that's never gonna happen. It's like no, nah, it's a thing now. <laughs> like yeah, t- when I'm 60 years old and they fix the c- the cold, it'll be like hmm, son of a bitch. Yeah, damn. 
Although I think if you just wash your hands and drink a lot of water, you don't really get colds. But that's true. I've that's <laughs> yeah. what I've noticed. I was very sickly before COVID. <laughs> like I got sick pretty <laughs> yeah. damn regularly, and in like the summer and springtime, uh, because yeah, I was not as good as that at, at that. And now having that hyper focused, uh, you know, exerting energy to do so, I haven't even come close. And it's like, oh, I should have been doing that this whole time. And it doesn't oh, take yeah. that much effort. <laughs> Yeah. Since COVID, I've started eating fewer meals in the bathroom, and I don't get sick. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's strange, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, yep. you got you got rid of toilet burritos, Curtis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I will say, as long as you wash your hands and drink water, you can eat a uh, burrito on a toilet by this this standard, right? So I oh, think yes. you can put that back into your your daily routine. Sure. <laughs> daily oh, <yeah>. routine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's your daily routine? You know, wake up, eat a burrito on the toilet, <laughs> do go yoga, back <laughs> go back to sleep. That's it. That's all I need out that's of life. Like, what, like that is an acceptable way to live kind of right now, right? Like that's people are like, oh, good. Thank you. You're doing your part. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, early COVID. I was like kind of coming out of a depressed era, but like, uh-huh. you know, it was but i felt fine but i was like but it became so weird it's like well i'm sleeping till 4 p.m and i'm up till 5 a.m i don't have a job anymore and i'm playing like 10 hours of video games but i feel happy i'm relieved to not have to go to the job i had (laughs) and i'm not getting sick i miss it so much i miss (laughs) it so much i hate being back to work um well have we what was that i was gonna say chris do you play video games so I actually had stopped um, uh, maybe like two years ago, something like that, because okay. I I am pretty much like almost anything. I become like a little too into it. Like there is a yeah. definite reason I do not drink. I do not do drugs. Yeah. Like I am. So I had like I stopped all video games because I got to the point where I was playing like do you guys know, like clicker games or tapper games uh, like on the phone. Like on the phone or yeah. even like, uh, yeah, where it's like literally yes. all you do is like you just tap something a bunch. Yep. Yep. And then it's like, you made a million dollars. Tap more and you get seven million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the sliding and, scale on that's ridiculous. You get to exactly. tear it like the T's within like two hours. It's like, just yes. make the rate lower and it wouldn't be as insane. That crazy <laughs> that a taxi is earning this much money per second. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> and they're like, they are barely games. They are like, yeah. they're games in the way yeah, that like, yeah. yeah. Eating foam is like eating food. Like, so I, I had to like go cold turkey of like, I'm sure. not playing. And then as soon as COVID happened, I was like, well, oh, they updated No Man's Sky, the game where you just wander the universe and do nothing. I will play that for 14 hours. Yeah. When COVID hit, um, Batted the Bones started playing in your head and then sunglasses fell from the sky. <laughs> you instantly download that game where you just cut soap. I don't know if you know that (laughs) game. It's like a virtual knife. And it's like, well, how do you know if you win or lose? Like, you just do. You just cut the soap. Yeah. So what is your, like, uh, all-time game? Um, I mean, right now I'm doing a lot of No Man's Sky mm-hmm. and Animal Crossing, which are just sure. kind of like yeah. easy, like daily Experiential, yeah. Exactly. Oh, you build something. Yeah. yeah. It, it has this fake feeling of progression to it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I was but really into uh, Animal Crossing for a, a good chunk of, of quarantine because it was weirdly, I played other games too, but it was a nice thing of like after about two hours, I'm like, oh, I've done everything I can do today yeah. in the game. Sure. Um, yeah, time to wrap it up, you know. Yeah. 
Even then, I, I got really into the painting feature in the game of making paintings. Yes. I was like, oh, wait, I should just do real life painting. I forgot how and fun this can be. And then Correct. You didn't, yeah. Right? <laughs> Nothing oh, wrong with that. Not and to then rag on Mario Paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not to rag on my mom, but we were at a Michael's recently. I said, Mom, can I buy a canvas and some paints? And she goes, mm, play with the toys you already have. Gotcha there. Uh. She's gotcha there. Yeah. She said, you have a lot of stuff coming soon from that you, the stuff you're moving across country should be <laughs> arriving soon. Maybe unpack everything and see how much room yeah. you have. Valid point, Mom. Uh, you made the um, Talking Heads album cover on Animal Crossing. I right? did. Yeah. Ooh, that's, cool. that's pretty cool. Like. Yeah. Each painting as a separate head on the the Remain in Light is the one I'm referring to. So a painting of each specific member and then Talking Heads is a banner across. It was very good. Thank you, Fesh. It was fun. Um, All right. Curtis, what's your relationship with horror movies? Damn it. Yes. (laughs) Um, Very casual. So Uh. I'm not good. I'm not good at gore. Like Mm. anything where it's like. I'm very much like a too much empathy watcher when I watch anything of like, oh, somebody's getting hurt and I feel very squeamish (laughs) and awkward. And like we're watching um, Lovecraft Country right now. Oh, sure. And so like something will happen and I'm just like (laughs) my girlfriend's like, it's okay, It's it's okay." And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I know Um, up here I'm pointing to my brain. They're going to be okay because they're actors. But in my heart. Ah! Exactly. It's, it, that visceral, like, yeah. I feel this knife going into me like it's going into this uh, whatever. Um, so I don't watch a lot of it, but I've seen, yeah. I feel like I've seen most of kind of the big ones. The text, but I, ne- yeah. I wasn't like a, you know what, I'm going to sit down and watch like three or four in a row. Or gotcha. Yeah. Now, that so, said, sci-fi-wise, I believe you're a big sci-fi person. I am a big sci-fi person, yes. I definitely, like, grew up watching Star Trek all the time, all of the, like... Uh, and I will watch the worst, like, shittiest sci-fi <laughs> movie. Um, <laughs> or even, like, Netflix has a bunch of, like, great-slash-terrible um, UFO conspiracy like, oh, sure. quote-unquote documentaries. Yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. <laughs> Yes, yeah. put one of those on and just kind of like watch those. It's great, especially if you pretend that it's like a, uh, it's a movie with a unreliable narrator where you're just yeah. like, oh, what's uh, really going on in this oh, life? Uh, have you seen that Back to the Future 9/11 conspiracy YouTube video? No, it's like ten minutes. It rules. It oh, is wow. like one of those things. It's like. If a oh wait, is this the like the two the two uh, what is it twin trees is twin the pines twin towers yes, twin yes. pines yes I mean Curtis that is one of fifty hundred th- th- like whatever like, I love it it's, it's, there's no one thesis it's just it's like the same way that they break down Marvel movies with Easter eggs this is breaking down Back to the Future for nine eleven Easter eggs and again, <laughs> if, like a twelve year old presented to me I'd be like very well researched I love your passion well yeah. edited. What the hell are you talking about, yeah. dude? <laughs> it rules. Go check. I, that, it's tangentially related to what you're talking about, but that that is yes. that that same idea of trying to get into the head of the person creating this, only given what they're oh, giving man. you, is is that's a fun game to do that with. I would say, Curtis, what I'm imagining is the David Cross scene from Waiting for Guffman, but as a full length movie or best Don't know in the show. Scene. Uh, it's like it's a he's like a it's a small town. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so this is this is a circle, 
and this is this was aliens visited and oh, yes. if you notice yeah, yeah, yeah. the town is named Wayne and Wayne backwards is on way and that's that's got to be alien for hello so really they're sending <laughs> the message yeah 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 yes yeah it is a lot of that there was for a while also like uh it was on Netflix it's probably still on like Vimeo or YouTube but Dan Aykroyd's is oh. really good cuz literally it was just like two guys with a camera were like Hey, Dan Aykroyd, you're living in your trailer. Can we, like, interview you about aliens? And he was like, absolutely. Crystal Skull Vodka will ha- have to be in the background. Of course. There's just, like, a, you know, <laughs> yeah. a thing of that in the background. And it's essentially two hours of Dan Aykroyd talking directly to camera. In his <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sold. That sounds yeah. good. What a, even, like, it's so funny how he's just been crazy from day one. <laughs> yes. And it never stopped his... Hey, both Hollywood career, vodka career. Yeah. I like mean, the, he's crazy, but professional. He's not like right. UC or, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. You know. I just remember reading a long profile about the Blues Brothers movie, I want to say. Yeah. And talking the about. The 800-page script? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like, me- multiple-page scene descriptions about Satanism and, like, aliens. Yeah. It's like, Dan, this isn't the script. This isn't a movie script. But, yeah. oh, okay, there's some funny jokes and characters yeah. here. Yeah, let's make this a movie. <laughs> Jay-Z, have you seen Nothing But Trouble? No, that's like Ooh. his directorial debut. Yeah, or? it's like him making Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but a comedy. It is It is a movie every three months. I'm like, it's got to work. Like, it sounds <laughs> so good. And I oh, turn it on and be like, it? this is so oh, No, I've oh. seen it. That's the thing. I turn it on every so often. I'm like, oh, no, it's so bad. But I'm yeah, sure it's like. You're almost like, well, maybe the culture of movies and comedy has changed, and I'll appreciate this now because. It was bad yeah. and weird for its time, but surely yes. it, it, it makes it, it's good well, now, like it right? Just, the elements are it's it's Dan Aykroyd who wrote and directed a Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> uh, ripoff starring Chevy Chase and um, Demi Moore with uh, uh, t- not, not Taylor somethingford. What's his name? Shoot, Hackford Taylor. No, that's a director. I forget, but the, the, he's a comedian. He's the guy in Angels in Outfield who has to look after the kids, and he is like annoyed at all turns. And like He's John Candy's in it, right? Like John Candy is plays yeah. two characters in it. Three, three characters. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and it, um, uh, what is it? Uh, hum- the, the, the Humpty Hump guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Digital Underground is yes, is, Digital Underground, is, is yeah. in it. Um, there's a Taylor Negrone. <gasps> Negrone. Yes. Oh my God, I uh, I I lost my damn mind trying to figure out who Taylor Negrone was yeah. in a like Zoom chat, like a Zoom movie watching thing. I was like, because I, I wrongly assumed he was a reoccurring or a, a cast member on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And then I went fully down the Zach and Cody. He was IMDb. dead by the time it came out. Yeah, I wrongly <laughs> remember him being like an employee at the hotel. It's but that, then I that that is some like Sinbad Shazam level of like yeah. I can see why you think that it's yeah. not true, but I totally see why. You would Can't you see I him think, going, Zach, Cody, you need to do your homework. I think that is the Angels in the Outfield scenes that you're blowing out into something else. That's, yeah. That yeah. is his role in Angel in the Outf- Angels in the Outfield. Um, and then there's I, also a roller coaster called Mr. Bone Ripper in yes. um, uh, Nothing But Trouble, which has its own theme song. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, it again. Is, it is very clearly from the time like Adam's yeah. Family and Ninja yes. Turtles, where there's yes. like, why? Oh, I guess we're gonna have you know Vanilla Ice do two or three yep. songs that are yep. going to be featured in the movie. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah, and this wild. is Digital Underground, and so yeah. like there's, it's 
I can't wait for us to cover it someday. But that's oh, enough talk about <laughs> nothing but trouble for now. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, effects, right? That's the uh, gross makeup on in that movie. It's all plastic and clean. And yeah. I think this this Disney Channel original movie we're going to talk about today is the only one that go. Well, Halloween Town's messed with it a little bit, but this one's whole selling point is look at these creatures we made. Yeah. Uh, that don't show up <laughs> until like an hour into exactly. the, <laughs> the it's movie. It's an hour and 30 minutes, and yeah, I think it is. I actually paused it paused right it, around yeah. the time. It was like 50, 55 minutes when aliens Alien. actually like, show up. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. Oh but they're cool-looking aliens. I'll say that. Yeah. They're cool. And they're not CG. They're puppets. That's fun. JZD, you look like you have the energy of looking something up. Are, are I you was looking something up? I was hoping to like I was gonna discreetly log into Disney Plus and try and sneak watch more of these aliens. <laughs> just gonna see if but you caught me. Oh okay, no, I wasn't trying to catch you. I was no, just no, 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 no. Yeah. But the but, aliens do have very much a um it's not a Henson Studios thing, but you correct. can tell everybody in it loves Want, Henson yeah. films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like uh, everyone is a very different style of puppeteering. Yes. Like there's this weird mm-hmm. like a uh, woman octopus where it's like you know, the head, it's, it's the head the... blue screened exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, you got, got the classic like, hand, hand one. Hey, mm-hmm. We're so in tune, Curtis. Absolutely. We're listing the characters the same order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you got some full body guys who are just walking around. You don't mm-hmm. see them until they're taken to the other planet. I feel yes. like so. Um, a dog. <laughs> they pretend as an alien. Classic, <laughs> a classic puppet move. <laughs> Voiced by Malcolm McDowell, right? Malcolm oh, McDowell. That? Whoa. He's Mr. A Clockwork Orange. Yes. Yeah. And, but the too. voice yeah. is, the only puppeteering is he has this, like, collar on, which has this, like, pendant, lips. which has a lips, which they're, like, these little fleshlight lips that then talk of, like, hello, whatever oh uh mike pillsbury mike pillsbury hello and so it was just well we had a dog we put a collar <laughs> around him and we called that an alien which cost if that's the wise, whole what's that cost cutting wise very strange. yes and, and if, <laughs> if that is the whole angle of the movie is what if dogs were actually an alien race that's one thing and i'm sure i think there is a movie out there that is that premise that's still yes. based around cut costing cost ah cutting costs as well but they at least leaned into it. Yes. Uh, this is this not Alien Bud. This is just like, right, instead there's right. just one tangent. Is, <laughs> oh, one alien race looks exactly like, like dogs. Dogs. And not dog people, but like dogs we know. <laughs> and the portal to their dimension is a little doghouse. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Which hmm. is fun. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, he barks, and the characters are like, I didn't know you could bark. And the alien dog goes, I didn't know I could bark either. Hey, there you have Something about our atmosphere must have woken it up in him, right? Yes. Isn't that an old alien <laughs> get yeah. it work around like to Superman, be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, I had a very cool science teacher. Everyone else hated him, and I liked him. Like, he just was, I don't know, he kind of roasted kids and was, like, smart. And, like, just, I guess, like, kids hated him because he expected a lot of us you know and he, but, he, <laughs> sure. but he also was just like an interesting guy and like would make funny points he was like a heavier set guy and he go you know it's like the the center of the earth is crust see i'm a fat guy i can make anything about food it's pretty funny <laughs> and em. um he was just really cool and i just why did i bring this up oh yeah i remember one of the, i think also i later found out he's like i did not study science in college i don't know what i'm doing so i'm <laughs> trying to milk 
<laughs> you know, lesson plans. But he was very open. One time he just was like, well, you know, you got to think about it. Like, depending on the atmosphere of the planet aliens are coming from, if it's more intense, they're going to kill us. But if it's less intense, we could easily kill them. So they could either be like running through us or they could be slowly like going through like quicksand, you know? Yeah. That's a great point. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I agree, Mr. Hathaway. (laughs) Mr. Hathaway, we're going to kick these aliens' ass when they show up. Yeah. What I'm saying is when Mars attack happens, make Mr. Hathaway the president. (laughs) They would also then have, it would be the equivalent of us like going to a helium planet. Yeah, the very tough aliens. If they came to us, they'd be very tough. But yeah, their voice would be like a lot higher because our atmosphere is so much thinner compared to theirs. I'm gonna mess you up, losers. (laughs) Wow. Wait, is that uh, Paul Stanley? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hello, I'm Paul Stanley from the planet Mars, and I'm gonna kill ya. Y'all going down? (laughs) Is he no Ace? Ace is the one who thinks he's been abducted, right? Or has been. Or Ace abducted. is the star man. Okay. And I, well, I wonder if that's why he's the star man. If he chose. That's what I'm thinking. Paul St- Oh my God. Wait, what, who are the members of Kiss Again? Sorry, we came yeah, up with Gene a Simmons. for this. <laughs> he's the demon. He's got the big tongue. He's uh-huh. he's not such a good guy. Yeah. You got <laughs> Paul Stanley. He's the, st- hmm. the 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 star child. Star not child is it Star Child? Hmm. He does have like Star Child is 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 from two thousand one, I think. Ah, isn't that the baby at the end? Ooh, let's Let's see. see. Okay, I will just say quickly about Paul Stanley. He wrote an autobiography, which I read the first chapter of at Barnes and Noble. And if it's cool with you, I'd love to perform it from memory. Of course. Okay. Uh, he is the Star Child for what it's worth. Okay, great, great. I'm thinking, yes, okay. He goes, so, I was born in the Bronx. That's where I'm from. I recently had the wonderful experience of taking my kids, who grew up with everything they could desire, to this house. These are real, I love my kids, but they're a little spoiled sometimes. And it was so important to me to show them where I came from. A very small one-bedroom in the Bronx. I had it tough, and that made me a tough guy scene nice so check that book out it's 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 a lot of that you know and then you have the drummer um peter Peter chris Chris. who was the kitty cat the kitty cat (laughs) not not the cat the kitty cat cat. he wrote the song beth oh really yeah go peter go peter um now of course you also got past (laughs) members ace freely peter chris eric carr vinnie vincent mark st john and bruce whoa 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 whoa. i knew those first two but those other guys did they have gimmicks did they have makeup did they it was just before (sighs) these are like later jump into ace's shoes yeah uh, 90s like they were officially in the band and a lot of them like they like to pretend like they've always been that way so like you know you can go to a live kiss show and be like oh yeah it's them yes i see did they ever do like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing where they brought in a lady for one season? <laughs> you would hope so, but <laughs> and everybody's like, "What?" I think everyone involved just knew that is not gonna work. Yeah, we should but even it, wait, guys. It's Beth. Beth's in the band now. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> See, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, all this we rebooted Ghostbusters with all women, mm-hmm. and it led to Donald Trump. We. <laughs> We rebooted Star Wars with a woman lead, and it led to white genocide. But 
I think if we reboot Kiss with all women, what could go wrong? <laughs> wow. Just some food for thought. Gene America. with the J. Gene yeah. with the J. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paula. Uh, Paul. I'm forgetting the other members of the band Kiss and we just list them. Ace. <laughs> How do you change Ace? Ace. Lace? Great. Lace? <laughs> Ooh, Curtis didn't like that one, huh? I mean, the problem is Ace also isn't a man's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Queen, fictional name. King? Jack? Okay, so let's keep, her, let's keep her Ace. Let's yeah. keep her Ace then. Uh, and Peter. Peter's a tough one. Oh, yeah. Pietra? <laughs> She's Russian? Yeah. I don't know. Peta. Peta. Like Pita. the... Hunger Games. Like the boy character. from Hunger Games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Great. Yeah. Patricia, does that work? But that works Perfect. for me. Or just Chris, K R I S S, and we just lose the first name. Yeah. I think that's it. I, I think also, yeah. Not to just keep all the names the same, but I feel like if I met a cool girl and she's like, I'm Peter, I'm like, all right, yeah, I believe it. Oh, the absolutely. Star Trek, the, uh, the main character's name is Michael Burnham, but. They never. It's like, oh, they never yeah. address why oh. she has the name Michael. It's just like, it's For the sure. future, whatever. For sure. Michael. At one of the restaurants I worked at, there was a cool lady named Michael. She was like Irish, slightly older, and just worked. No yeah. one questioned it. Absolutely. You know what? Let's. Yeah, we're keeping all the names the same when we <laughs> yeah. kiss. As <laughs> <you> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's official. Yeah. And not just like a female Kiss cover band. Uh-uh. This no, is no. Kiss, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how there's Mini Kiss? Mini Kiss yeah. is a separate thing. This is the new lineup of Kiss, and it's a yeah. woman named Gene Simmons, a woman named Paul Stanley, a woman named Ace <laughs> and a woman named Peter. Coming to the Barclays Center. <laughs> Same... Fantastic stage show you've come to yeah. expect. Explosions, <laughs> lights. But it's weird that in their advertising, they're like, a woman named. They don't just say the names. They, like, the graphic says a woman named. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, when I saw, I did see Kiss at the Barclays Center a year and a half ago. It was fantastic. You know who the opening act was? Who's that? Kiss? A live painter. <laughs> you you talked guy, about this on Squibby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a canvas on stage and was just like air spraying painting paintings of famous musicians. And everyone's just going like, huh? What's it going to be? And it was Did like he do the, the fun thing where he does it and then flips it upside down and that's how you see what it is? Yes, he did that yes, for at least one. That's always a good gimmick, yeah. I want to say he did like David Bowie, Kurt Cobain, and then the band Kiss. And all the while, rock music is playing, so we're having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and there, that was that was it. It was just the painter, and then here comes Kiss. Yep, that was it. Then the Kiss hey. paid for like three hours. Hell yeah, which is f- a lot of Kiss. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Anyway, all right, we've took a nice detour, but it's time to get back on. What? Yeah, so Can of Worms <laughs> opens with a nerdy boy late at night. In media res. In media res. There's a satellite, lightning, storms. He's panicking. He's screaming into the heavens or the the space. He's screaming into space, which may be heaven. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Shit, we barely understand a little bit of space. For all we know. We barely understand Earth. Let's be real. There's yeah. still stuff to discover down here, man. That's right. Howard Kramer's always ragging on about how the ocean is just as big as outer space. 
And we're we always discovering species down there, right? It's yeah. the same size as Alex. <laughs> <laughs> is what he says, yes. <laughs> and we can joke, but there's really no way to know until we yeah. know. Till we well, really Pacific Rim says that space is inside of the ocean. There's oh. a portal deep down by Manila uh, that you um, go to space through. Anyway, so again, so this kid, <laughs> that w- he's he loves he's really good at computers, and his dad is troubled by that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's important. It's 1999, yes. right? Yes. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 1999. All the technology, by the way, is early 90s, which we can come yeah. back to. But it's a weird combination because, yeah, in this first scene, he's like he has this voice to text thing. Yeah. So yes. he's like screaming a very simple thing that he could have just typed up <laughs> of like, please take me off this planet. I don't belong yes. here. Signed. Uh, what was it? Pillsbury? Mike. Pillsbury? Mike Pillsbury. Yeah. Yes. That is. It's one of those things you could argue. Maybe not in 1999, but I don't know. I feel like people could type that whole sentence faster than he said it. Yes. Easily. Right. Like. Oh, yeah. If it was that. If it was that. You know, urgent. Yes. Um, but they always love uh, these Disney Channel original movies. Always love to their their version of table setting is just like this person's into one thing, <laughs> yes. and, one, and that one yeah. thing might be out of the norm in terms of you know like monoculture. Like most people might know it, but not everybody does. So we need to take steps to explain one aspect of it. <laughs> and <laughs> here is one example, and now we will move on. Uh, so yeah, the voice to text thing is just like. Get ready. You're in for something sci-fi. You kind exactly. of know computers, but talking to it? Ooh. And then there's a scene where he explains to his sister, who <laughs> is taking a computer science class, yeah. what like a PC interrupt bus is, and he just re- essentially reads the Wikipedia page. From <laughs> yes. The, the, the from memory. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this is a three-minute-long scene, and you just yeah. read a page from a computer science textbook. And it is. It's one of those, as a person who doesn't know this stuff, I stop listening, and I go, yeah. oh, wait, I'll wait for this to be over. Uh, that it's like, I don't know if it's true or not. But again, it's that thing where it's like, cool, so now we've done all the work to prove he knows what he's talking about. So we never have to talk about it again. <laughs> like, okay, fine by me. He's also a very good storyteller. He he, uh, yes. the neighbor kid who is enthralled by all of his science fiction stories, he comes up with off the dome. Question well, but mark? some he has like prepared drawings for. Oh, the Hammonds or yes, whatever. yes, yeah. he has a whole slideshow. And there's also, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of loose ends in this, but the first half they hint that he is actually an alien. Yes, from this uh, the Halsies or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they drop that completely. <laughs> Yeah, do you think it's supposed to be bait, but it doesn't? The switch doesn't have enough to do with it to feel like a switch. <laughs> like, Maybe. Yeah. Apparently, uh, it went through like four or five rewrites. Like whoever wrote the original sure. novel, she wrote the first script. Then right, they brought right. somebody in for a bunch of others. They brought her back. Only used some <laughs> of her ideas. Right. It was yeah. Yeah. Um, also, re- uh, yeah, returning to the miniseries, it's Adam Weil or Wiley. The kid from Under Wraps. He's all grown up. He's not all grown up. He's kind of grown up now. Yes. He's the, he's the friend. Oh, Redheaded he's, guy. He's from another show, too, right? Oh, he books. That dude's okay, popping yeah. up <laughs> all the time uh, uh, at this era. He, 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 you know, a kid who has a lot of lines in one episode of a sitcom. <laughs> like, yes. he, oh, he's yeah. not a reoccurring, but, like, for one episode, they'll be like, oh, man, Niedermeyer's here. Let's talk. I hate him. I've always hated him. <laughs> and then you never see him again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, just like kind of like uh, Angus on the first season or two of Boy Meets World. It's like, 
Um, contractually, he's up. Minkus. He's gone. Minkus. That's yeah. who I'm thinking of. And then they're yeah. just out of he, there. I think he's he's never he never hit Minkus level though, no. which I think is good because Minkus got that's like an anchor for that actor. Whereas this guy can skate in as a character actor to be in whatever position he needs to be put in. Sure. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, uh, it's nice to see him. I think he's great. Uh, I'm checking Adam Wiley's IMDb now. He was ooh, he was in a, a short film called Vultures. We'll have to check that out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but so he tells all these stories, which maybe he knows from somewhere. Maybe he doesn't. One of the stories is just the story of Superman. This yeah. like Halsey thing of like, oh, there's these aliens. They get attacked. The mom puts the baby in a rocket ship to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just verbatim Superman story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they drop all that. And then now we're at they, they go to a, he's, he's a football player. The mm-hmm. main character is a bad football player. Oh, he's terrible. Well, his dad but, wants him to be a football player. Yeah. And he's really pushing it. Of course. The ball is thrown. This is how football oh, works. This is a J- this is Jay Z T time. Let's go, buddy. He catches it. He's like, oh, and he runs, and he's gonna get go, a touchdown. Go, but then go, go. he gets disoriented, and scary men in football masks, you know, the other team, start chasing him, and he freaks out. <laughs> scary men in football mask, you know, the other team. <laughs> you know, the other team. Oh my god. This, this kid's probably going, what a day I had. All these scary men in I football masks. I mean, masks. I'd be great at football if there weren't scary men in football <laughs> yeah. masks in yeah. it. It's the football masks. I realize I am <laughs> describing like a baby that has no object permanence. It's like, whoa, <laughs> what are these guys doing here? It's like, that the other team, like, you've played games before. Like, how are you You were forget- looking at them 20 seconds ago. <laughs> yes. So he runs the opposite way, and they're like, no, no. And fully gets clobbered concussed things he see in aliens yes which again v- v- going back into this the whole first half they're building up he is an alien yeah he thinks he sees an alien he then goes home he eats cereal in the afternoon he like pours a big what bowl a of freak. cereal in the afternoon Ooh, yeah. real big freak his <laughs> sister goes you're definitely an alien like really <laughs> and this kid's sister is also I, I think I've seen her pop up in other things very similar roles but if not it's again. It's like Taylor and Agron being and Zach and Cody, where it's just like yes. the vibe of the yes. omnipresent little kid sister. I get. She was. She has that perfect energy. Again, it's like that. You know, Hollywood is an evil place, but she's like, well, she's not like. I don't know. Like her, it's like, well, you're too weird to be like the lead of a thing. But right. like, she's not the sweet little sister because she's not right. like traditionally cute in that sense. But yes. yeah, so she needs that to said, be a brat. She, yeah, but yeah. she also is like very funny and like has a yeah. lot of charisma and energy yeah. and. And just delivers, you know, it's like, as is the thing with character actors, it's like, yeah, why aren't they the star? Oh, well, a more <laughs> conventionally attractive person is the one the studio believes in. So, uh, you know, yes. and <laughs> yeah. the one thing they gave the sister going back to, I think Feshi said it of like that. Each character has one defining trait. <laughs> yeah. She wants to do her homework she <laughs> help with her homework. So every yeah. scene she's in, she literally says like. I need help with this problem. Are you <laughs> help me with my math or my computer. Um, yeah. Curtis, when did you get your first computer? Ooh, um, yeah. In fifth grade, which was probably like 1991 or 1992 oh, wow. or something like that. Okay. It was a 386. We got it because my, so my dad was in the army. And so he was at the 
uh, CGSC, which is the Command and General Staff College, where they send officers to like uh, for a year to essentially learn military history and, and that sort of thing. Okay. And so he needed a computer for that. So it was like, okay, we got a computer. This was definitely like some friends had a computer before that that could like connect to different BBS sites, mm-hmm. right? Pre internet. Oh, um, but I had never like, we didn't have one. We didn't have like, I didn't have a Nintendo or anything like that. Sure. But so we had that, uh, and that, and that was it. That computer lasted us pretty much until um, through like, high school it was yeah. kind of my computer to fix up until i went to college wow it's great for playing doom it was great oh, for playing ooh. uh reader rabbit and yes. uh, carmen san diego yeah oh yeah, yeah. jzt uh, first computer oh gosh i mean i think as a little we had like computer classes at school but i wouldn't count the like the ones that could play oregon trail right um but the first one was like the the weird like the 2000 imac Maybe that's oh, the first the, IMAC the, like, very period. bubbly one. Yes. The yeah, color think, where you see all the circuits. Yeah, and there are multiple yeah. colors. I think ours was like t- mer- uh, turquoise. Mm. And my aunt got it for us. And it's the computer. As I mentioned in another episode, I first website I went to was Pokemon.com. Oh, I'm in an upcoming map. Spoiler alert for our Halloween 2 Calabar's Revenge <laughs> episode. First website I ever went to was Pokemon.com. Don't say your opinion on it now. That you have no, to listen no, no. to that episode of. But I also would go to it every Monday morning after a WWF pay-per-view to read yeah. the results of. Like yep. my parents refused to buy the pay-per-views because they one didn't want me watching wrestling, and two were like, "We're not giving they're you no." Expensive. They're like yeah. probably fifty Ford? at that time. Yeah, but still, it's a lot. You know, yeah. play with and the toys that you have. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I was like reading summaries which were just like and then triple h slammed the rock to the ground but then the rock rolled over and then the rock punched triple h and it is like <laughs> reading I mean, with anticipation it was there great. was something thrilling to that yeah it's uh, uh, you know it's i mean yeah i i joke that like it's boring but like i was captivated it was yeah. written in a engaging enough style that i was into it and then also it's like baseball on the radio like, yes exactly. yeah Oh, I used to listen to, because I also could not order pay-per-views, but the Royal Rumble is my favorite thing. And so it was often the night before Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so I didn't have school the next day either. And so I would stay up, and it was at the time where pay-per-views, you could hear the audio perfectly fine, but they would scramble the image. Mm. And so I would literally just, yeah, like baseball, just listen to the Royal Rumble, uh, and that was more than enough for me at that time. Oh, sounds... The other thing is, on that computer... My friend, my best friend Ricky, was like, "Hey, let's join a chat room so we can chat with each other." And my mom was like, "Okay," and she helped me sign into my first chat room, and it was like a group of strangers typing filthy stuff. <laughs> and I was like eight years old, and my mom was like, "No, you're never doing this again." <laughs> like, it's it a good mom like, right there. But it was also like that weird era of stuff was just like someone typed sixty nine, yeah, and someone was like sixty nine. They're like, whoa. It's like, <laughs> someone type. I dare someone to type. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they did Very it. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. My mom uh, kept me away from the internet as long as she could. Sure. <laughs> In high yeah. school, I made, because I did a lot of computer programming, I made like a, a fake chat room that I would sometimes like trick friends into like, oh, you should go to this chat room. And I just like typed up like 
I think it was like 200 different random things, uh, de- different wow. random like statements and yeah. usernames. So you would just type it in and it would look like you were constantly chatting with people. <laughs> and I would do it just to like watch my friends in computer class go like, oh, it sounds like she's really hot. Type back to her. Oh, she hasn't oh. responded. Because it was just. <laughs> <laughs> that weirdly reminds me that, Curtis, you recommended a book called The Most Human Human years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assume in person, but. And I read it. It's it's so good. It's like about the Turing test yes. and computers mm. that are more and more passing as human. And it ultimately argues, what does it mean to be a human? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great question. What does it mean to be a human? Yeah. Anyway, can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So another actor we got to give some props to, or at least I think we got to give some props to, is Erica Christensen. Sure. Now, she's very familiar. I was trying to place her. Was she in the Leave it to Beaver remake by any chance? Yes. Is she the cheerleader? Is she the... Yes, she's a cheerleader who is like the love interest. Right. She also, she goes on to be like the scary villain of Swim Fan. She's Swim Fan, of course. Swim Fan. That's where I'm really placing her from. Got it. I have not seen Traffic, the Steven Soderbergh ensemble drama, but I know she's Mm -hmm. in that. She's like Topher Grace's boy, girlfriend, and Mm -hmm. who I think he gets into drugs. Looking forward to watching that. I got it on DVD. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's going to rule when you watch Traffic on DVD. Humble brag, I have Traffic on DVD, and I'm going to watch it. But she also is in The Banger Sisters. Do you guys know that oh, movie? Oh, with uh, Susan Sarandon, Sarandon and, and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. As, like, you know, former, like, Rockers. hippie rocker uh, yes. uh, groupies, one of which... Grows up and like marries a senator and has three kids, Susan Sarandon, and Goldie Hawn's still a wild child. There's a fantastic scene where it's like they reconnect. It's like, oh boy, well, let's just go outside. And Erica Christensen, or maybe the other daughter, is banging her boyfriend in the pool. (laughs) Can you imagine? Talk about a swim fan, am I right? Yeah. Uh yeah, she's good in Can of Worms. She's yes. like yeah, yeah, much younger. Act- yeah, but she's doing like good yeah, acting. Um but yeah, so all the computers are they all have like five and a quarter inch disk drives. Like everything <laughs> uh-huh. in this felt very much like if I didn't know it was in nineteen ninety nine, I would have yeah. assumed ninety one. Like sure. all the music, all the like Mark Mothersbaugh music yeah. is very like late eighties synth. Um, all the computers have very outdated everything. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it is because in that era still, like I know even my elementary school had old computers. But I, yeah. I think that's giving it a little too much credit to be like they're showing that our education system is flawed, you know. Well, the reason I ask about the first computer thing is because, yeah, I think I got mine in 97. Uh, and, yeah, so I'm sitting there and going like, wait, yeah, I had mine for two years at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like. Hold on, yeah, because I do think you know it is a there isn't a time where like it was ubiquitous. We all immediately got it, so there there is a mm-hmm. uh, gearing up thing. But for how into computers this whole family seems to be, it, yeah, it feels like they would have a more <laughs> up to date. And that might just come down to Disney Channel isn't gonna pay to have Apple products. Sure. In right, I, I, yeah, yes. I, this is also probably pre Apple is like failing at this point, prob or are this they is right around the iMac? Actually, that first yeah. iMac was like uh, late '99, right? Because you watch yeah. Blank Check, and that is uh, he has like the what uh, uh, the some the something two. I feel like uh, is it just the iMac two or something? Apple two, Macintosh Apple two, Apple two, Apple two. Apple two. Uh, 
So yeah, th- th- with five years removed, it feels like yeah, you, more progress would have been made by that point. Um, uh, There's also a lot of the computer classic in in anything, which is the what every movie assumes hacking is is very different. <laughs> yes, and in this one, it's you put in a three and a half inch disc and then you press one key and. The bully actually is pretty good at computers. I yes. like to think it's a pretty interesting take. He he he's good at football. He's mm-hmm. uh, smart. He, he's got it all as opposed yeah. to because I do I I think that binary of I'm a shy nerd and this guy's a handsome dumb guy is you know there's problems on both sides of that w- of that equation when you when you present that. So it is interesting to be like I can't even dunk on him from being stupid because he's yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. He's just mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is more than enough reason to not like somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know. He's um, a jer- but then, of course, our boy has a prank up his sleeves. He launches a computer program on every computer in the class of oh. the ass of a pig, you know, rolling around in shit, and then the pig turns around. And whose face is on this pig? A very, cr- a very low res JPEG. Even I don't know if J- yeah. JPEG existed at the time. A picture of him, the bully, ah, the bully. and everyone lasts for a real long now, time. That, you watch that now, and you're like, "Whatever, dude." But I do think in 1999, if that had happened, it's called the school day off. It's it. That's it. Oh, it's yeah. over. There is. That's all we're gonna be talking about for the rest yes. of the day, as opposed to something you could throw together on your phone in two seconds and airdrop. Yes. To your, 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 Oh my! Classic. That is like this is the nice version of an episode of Atlanta, where um, oh, oh, it's like <laughs> you don't say. It's like a flashback episode where like middle school Donald Glover's character gets uh-huh. a knockoff Fubu T-shirt uh-huh. at like a, a dollar store, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right," and then another kid has the same Fubu shirt. But his is real, real, and it's like, yeah. oh no! And then, but then he's able to trick everyone into thinking that that kid has a knockoff shirt, and then something very dark happens. Ooh. And it's but revealed. Wait, that don't spoil it! Don't spoil it until we cover all of Atlanta. <laughs> yes, <laughs> our <laughs> miniseries in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yes, uh, our Patreon uh, Atlanta <laughs> watch along. Um, great. Uh. When yeah, did so so bully, oh, you go ahead. Fish. Oh, because he starts to he does he get instead of does he get in trouble? Is that why he has to set up for the dance? No. The once that happens, the cheerleader is impressed and she's like, "Hey, I didn't know you were good at this. Mm. Let me. Ha- uh, can you help me set up for the dance? I was just gotcha. going to put up orange streamers. So <laughs> instead, they put up orange streamers <laughs> plus a rotating light thing in the middle. Yes. Okay. That just has like some like uh, those like Spencer's gifts multi light bulbs, <laughs> yeah. right? which, which don't need a computer. But uh, nope, uh, I forget what, but like there was some sort of charity like pyramid scheme thing, like sell chocolate bars or or coupon yes. books or whatever. And if you sold X amount, that was one of the highly mm-hmm. coveted prizes. Was one of those not <laughs> disco ball disco balls. Yes, I would always wa- leave those uh, those school assemblies like, oh, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this, yeah, and then meekly not sell <laughs> a single, single. Ball. like I wasn't gonna uh. go around knocking on doors uh, no. in my neighborhood. Well, it my tr- sister's yeah. also three years older than me, so we were often pretty like you know when she she's in fifth grade, I'm in second grade, so we're still in the same whatever. So my parents would like 
because you can't have these the two kids competing. And so it was pretty much an unwritten rule. It's like, we're just going to give it all to her. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's older. She's more responsible. She'll take care of this. And so I never even pretended to try to do anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, my sister's going to take them all. Uh, it is one of the f- the joy and weird funny thing about growing older, just realizing, wait, that's how much a lava lamp costs? Like, yes. oh, yeah. 30 yeah. bucks? Like, yeah, y- yeah okay. <laughs> Even if I can't really afford it at the moment, it's like, I'm going to buy that to be defiant, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at like, the same eh. time of it, I remember that same phenomenon, but with my parents being like hemming and hawing over something and me then assuming it must mean uh, it's yes. $150. And then learning yeah. that it was only 25. And I was like, what? Oh, God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a point Matt Radlow made one time, I, I want to say it like McManus, was like, my mom and dad used to complain so much about, oh, we got to pay our bills. It's so hard. And comp- not not that they couldn't afford their bills. Yes. The complaint was, it takes so long and it's so hard. It's like, no, they tell you how much you owe them. You pay them. You pay them. You write them a check and yeah. you send it to them. Granted, it now it's online. When you had to like, oh, you had to keep the checkbook balanced. You had yes. to fill in the little ledger and yes, that is a, like a joke in the first hard. Terminator. Uh, like Sarah Connor's like, I'm gonna father the savior of humanity. I can't even balance my checkbook. Right. Oof. And I was like, what is it hard? And it's one of those things I. Yeah, I mean, never it's as hard as like long division or something. Like it's just like writing out a a, yes. a math problem. It's not it's subtraction. <laughs> yeah, it's not even division. Oh. Yeah, it's not even division. It's just like a a, a a math problem that has a lot of factors. That's yeah, a- not to be bitter, but I kind of feel like Fashionize Age was like the last generation. They're like, okay, so like computers and calculators can do all this for you, but you guys need to learn how to do it on your own. And like one generation later, they're like, no. Like one day later. One day <laughs> like later. Generation. Yeah. This is like, yeah. if you're in the grade behind us, don't even bother. It's fine. Yeah. There's, um, because I, I tutor like standardized tests uh, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things. There's on the SAT, one of the sections now, because they just switched the SAT to copy the ACT. Mm. Oh. The new SAT, there's a no calculator section. And mm. so that's like the place where that still lives on, where you have to know how to do blank without a calculator is standardized Oof. tests, which have all of their uh, classist and racist history sure. and problems. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of at, I work for um, basically account tax lawyers, you know, this earlier during tax season. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where I was just like, do I know how to do long division? Could I divide something? I pulled out paper and I was right. And it was such a thrill ride. Of, hey, yeah, way to go, still got it. I, you know, that looked rules. it up on a calculator a minute later. I was like, yeah, that's fuck great. you, boss, man. <laughs> I don't know me. that I would know the first step. You you draw the thing, the van symbol. Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> like a little half, like part of a table, and then the, the larger number goes inside that. Yes, mm-hmm. the smaller goes to the like, left, and yeah. I think I'm done after that. I don't know then what else done, to do. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm just saying I don't know what the next thing is. So honestly. let's say it's like four into twelve. It's well. Well, that's easy. I can yeah, do yeah. that. It's not you know. Well, anyway, like, enough about long division, guys. If you want to see us do math by hand, check out our Twitch channel, yes. Season of the Twitch, yes, and check out our 13-hour movie marathon. Yes. Uh, on yeah, th- the there we go. Let's make that promise uh, now. Uh, we'll <laughs> yeah. do some math. We have 13 hours of content to fill. We're gonna yeah. do some math. Yeah. Just you wait. Just yeah, you wait. Just you wait. Hamilton. 
does. Oh, okay. But yeah, going back to the like out weird uh, anachronis- uh, anachronisms yeah. of the movie is it does feel like, okay, you guys had computers, but it was that cusp of you knew a world without computers, right? Yeah. And I feel like I'm the same. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I took a typing class in fifth grade. Or yeah. like, I, it was like, oh, this was a keyboard class maybe five years before it had been right. typing class, right. right? Yeah. But this movie takes place in a world where like kind of everybody, like they have a computer class, but everybody is a little surprised by computers right. and baffled by them. Yeah. Well, again, I think that speaks to that theme I'm talking about in in terms of like, just in case no one, who, right. somebody who's watching this doesn't know computers, even if it, it to sacrifice some realism, we have to teach our audience up top to su- in order to support the ideas of what we do later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it can be done more deftly for sure, but again, oh, yeah. this is a Disney Channel original movie uh, miniseries. <laughs> uh, subtlety is not always their strongest suit, but uh, it is interesting yeah. to even deal with that. Again, my main note with the thing is um, bring in the alien sooner. <laughs> Yes, and I feel like you're breaking your back to justify the fun thing when all you have to do is bring in the aliens and yeah. everybody's yeah. happy. Because he no calls, so there's the Halloween dance. The bully messes it up using his computer skills with yeah. his bully lackey, who we never see again, who maybe yeah. helped. <laughs> the, da- the the Halloween dance screws up. He then okay, now we're in where we started, right? Where he is calling to the heavens, calling, "Hey, come get me." And that's what then theoretically prompts the aliens to show up. But it's yeah. another like 20 or 30 minutes of. Right. Or no, I guess it's maybe 10 minutes because first it's just Barnabas. It's the dog right. alien, which is the less least interesting of all mm-hmm. of them. And which is it has this dumb plausible deniability thing. Yes. Where it's like, oh, it could just be. Yeah. Um, I do really like the central idea, though, of like, oh, yeah, he contacted aliens and he got all of the used car salesmen. <laughs> Yeah, aliens <laughs> like that's that's fun. It's just they don't have enough time to explore it because they wasted so much time. Yeah, building up to it. But yeah, there's there's like a lawyer alien. There's an yeah. agent <laughs> alien. They yeah. all clearly have like this is how we're gonna make money. Money, off of yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> the universe is big and scary, and you are not ready for it. It yeah. is Oof. the like you're a small town girl showing up to Hollywood. Yes. Or New York type. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, there, it, instead it turn, it, instead of exploring that, it's more of like a list sketch where it's just like, here's a bunch of funny yeah. lines that support that idea, but we're not going to do anything with that idea. Yes. I was going to say, it's like the difference between like, well, this is just a group game. It's like, no, make it a thematic herald, man. Each of these <laughs> yeah. little beats could be a... There's too much going on in this group game. Do a yeah. deconstruction, damn it. Anyway, enough improv talk. Yeah. Um, so did you guys notice in so like right after he so right after the first the second alien the lawyer right the friend comes over and is like oh I think you're crazy and then he discovers that he's not crazy mm-hmm. that it must have been like 40 degrees in the room because they're talking <laughs> inside his bedroom and he's just like breathing cold <laughs> vapor <laughs> I didn't notice that that's funny it, it was like, oh, that's what I was like, where where was this filmed? Oh, it's Vancouver. That's why gotcha. everything is so aggressively white and upper middle class. <laughs> but, yeah, it is. There are many points after that where I was like, this is very Vancouver. <laughs> I wonder, too, if, now, if this had anything to do with, like, prosthetics and costumes 
Just because I know from what I've heard about, like the tick, yes. for instance, had to be freezing because the actors in the costumes would melt to death if they weren't. Yes. But then everyone else is suffering as that Hollywood at large is everyone else suffers, so one person can be, you know, yes. Letterman functioning. The late show, super <clears throat> cold. Yeah. Oh, did he do that? Yes. Yeah, he would keep the the entire place very cold because he was in a full suit, and so. Everybody else would complain about it. The the rumor was he did it because then the young starlets would come on and they would be cold. Ooh, um, it was also the he was in a full suit and under hot lights, so he would keep the studio. Wow, Mm. it still is a little. It's still a little weird to me that women were attracted to David Letterman. (laughs) Just as a kid, I was like, that doesn't make sense. He's old and weird looking, but hey. Uh, didn't we? Uh, we're gonna do a watch along of the Late Shift at some point, right? We set that up. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> I made, that was casually referenced. It's official. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I saw as a kid. I was like with yeah. my parents, and it's the, a weird movie. Though, though, like oh, the Late Shift or whatever yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Paul Michael the, Higgins uh, as Letterman, and I forget the other yes. guy. But yeah. So I I watched Letterman like every night from like eighth grade on essentially. Mm. And when that came out for the next two months, he would keep showing a picture of him <laughs> as Letterman and go like, this guy doesn't look anything more. I don't have red hair. Why does he have red hair? What? Uh. So I, I, ha- I haven't actually seen it all the way through and I only learned of, it is, of its existence like two or three years ago. And I, up until like recently, assumed it was like approximations. I didn't realize it was literally Jay Leno yes. and, yeah. and Letterman because I looked at them and was like, well, clearly like they're using iconography, but they're not actually going to try to be them, are they? And it's like, yep, they do, and it's not very good. Uh. Another similar movie, actually, which I think came out in like maybe 99, 2000 or something like that, is the Steve Jobs, Bill Gates movie oh. with I w- Noah Wiley. As, yeah. yeah. My aunt showed me this because she has like, she was an early investor in Apple. She's made money off Apple, and she's a big Apple fan. And, yeah, she's like, let's watch it. The Pirates of Silicon Valley, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. It's very bad. <laughs> the Pirates and of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Andrew There's Michael, uh, Anthony yes, Michael Hall. Yes, is... Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, wow. two future ER doctors. Huh. There's a lot of scenes where they talk directly to camera to explain computer things. Like, <laughs> you, needed you know, there's it the whole then. thing where it's like, oh, the mouse was invented by IBM, but they didn't know what to do with it. So then uh, Steve Jobs essentially figured out like, oh, this is how we're going to use it in Apple computers and how that then connected to my- Windows. And so they have a whole scene where one, like I think Anthony Michael Hall talks to camera explaining <laughs> what a mouse is by pointing like with a green screen behind him of like this see the pointer is moving around the thing oh man um, which anyway. is according to Malcolm Gladwell the whole reason Steve I think both Steve Jobs and Bill Gates but particularly Bill Gates like is from Seattle yeah and just a college near I guess University of Washington had mm-hmm. one of the first computers, and they're like, hey, if anyone wants to like come and play around, learn how this works, it's available. And Bill Gates is like, okay, and just like spent like 12 hours a day learning computers. And mm. yeah. Have you guys seen that video of him showing off that he can jump over a chair? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he's in like a sit-down, like Dateline-esque interview. And I forget how it comes up, but he's just like, "Yeah, I can, I can do it." And it just, it, I think, I don't know if it's running or standing, but either way, he's very proud of it. 
And uh. it's just a whoop. Ah, <laughs> like it's a, hey, check it out on YouTube.com. Oh, my. Or did the YouTube app. Did Justin Angermeyer show you this? No, this was just oh, okay. Tumblr days back in the day. But yeah, that oh, does feel you. like clon research. You're right. Yeah, just uh, uh, sh- friend of the pod, Justin Angermeyer, big fan of the nerds who run this world, particularly <laughs> Windows executives. Yeah. Wait, just, yeah, Curtis, uh, have you seen that video of like some expo where a bunch of computer programmers come out with all the energy in the world? Yes. Up to cla- yeah, that's yeah. So another one because I used to live in Seattle. Yeah. So uh, this is, I guess, this is kind of related. So. Um, so the Starbucks, uh, the Starbucks like uh, meeting of all the franchise, or I guess Starbucks isn't a franchise, but all the like whatever uh, executives they had in Seattle, and what they would do, uh, and what they had also done for I think like a Microsoft convention and all that is they would rewrite the lyrics to "We Built This City," but for whatever company they were doing a thing for, and so the Stranger, <laughs> the local paper in in Seattle, which Dan Savage used to edit. Um, uh, found this and then you would just like w- w- talked about it for like a year. This was like maybe <laughs> 2003, but it is highly worth finding. It is that exact same like type of thing. So the they would Starbucks replace one. It was rock, like we built rock and roll. this latte on heart and soul. Oh wow! And <laughs> the thing that I need people to understand and why it's worth <laughs> finding is it's not just that it's not like oh you know how like welcome back to k-rock instead of black hole sun we're yeah. gonna do asshole sun yeah, yeah it's 15 seconds you get the yeah. joke and you're done right <laughs> this is all of we built the city including the interlude of the helicopter going oh. over the traffic but all changed to Starbucks. And they also did one, I think, for Microsoft, which is why I'm thinking of this now, yeah. and yeah. for a bunch of other companies. So, Well, that rules. I imagine being in that company, being like, all right, it's, uh, is it like a pass the buck around kind of situation? It's like, you got to do Starbucks. I- I'm doing rallies or what? I don't be. know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, there, uh, uh, I forget who, but somebody's dad, uh, the, the, <laughs> some, of, if somebody that we know, I'm sure, uh, did a parody of Weird Al's parody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want it that way. He, he Weird Al did eBay. Well, this person's dad uh, just re- did it. He wanted to do his own version of eBay. He didn't change it to something else. He just <laughs> took the same premise of Weird Al and made it from his point of view. The dad was just like, he's missing out on a lot of joke opportunities. and But it was for, like, an eBay convention thing. I, I Again, <laughs> I'm, I'm recalling stuff from Tumblr days I can't sure. remember oh my God. too much specific of. But it, it's I'll, if I find it, I'll let you guys know. It's, um, we're, we're just keeping the proud podcast tradition going of telling your friends stories, but yes. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. As I, as I recently, well told O'Reilly story about 9-11 yeah. on the other episode we recorded today. <laughs> I don't was... think, but, uh, yeah, I don't think that was wrong. I think if anything is wrong about the story, it's Riley's memory. Yes. Um, but Riley anyway, wait. it was on the 12th. Yes. <laughs> well, no, no, screw it. There's, these episodes are very far apart. Tell the story <laughs> yeah. again, JZT. Oh, it's great. I think um, <laughs> it was like one of these times like Riley and I were talking and he's like, you know, <laughs> this is how it was presented to me. He's like, you know, one f- video I've been searching YouTube off and on for like 12 years, just hoping to see this video of on 9-11, my local news. Might have been ABC, though. Might have been like televised late night. Na- a news station just said to America, like late in the night, like, 
it's been a long day and we're all you know we've all really felt a lot but we just have to remember at the end of the day today it's a beautiful day and then they play u2's beautiful day set to footage of 9 11 and like when it gets to the part where it's like beautiful day 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 like the real hammering every time it's like the every downbeat is like footage of the towers the planes going into the towers on a loop and riley little boy riley's memory is just going what the fuck is there a chance he's misremembering is this maybe a sketch from families it's a beautiful was it family family did brand new day yeah yeah Ooh, maybe. Uh, oh, they did Brand New Day. That's right, yes. We uh, The reason it came up in the other episode, which is actually a future episode, was us yeah. talking about faulty memory and sure. and merging stuff together. Uh, I imagine maybe he saw it in like a, uh, like a, a class, like a computer-esque class of like a multimedia, here's, make a slideshow set to a song and some idiot put <laughs> <laughs> that shit together. Yes. I also debated editing that video together to send to him as a prank. Well, not a prank. Whoa. As a birthday present. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, it'll show that I remember. <laughs> and then I was like, mm, no. <laughs> and I didn't mention that detail when the story came up in the future episode. I, I stopped myself. But, uh, you know, second episode of the day, you let things slide. <laughs> the tie's a little looser. So for that future episode, apparently you two did do the halftime show yes. for the Super Bowl. And that was a 9-11 tribute. Yes. Which might be what Riley is He conflated, yeah. That would make sense, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, and I assume you two crushed it at the Super Bowl. Uh, it, uh, so I Googled this in between episodes as well, and <laughs> a lot of the articles are like, the greatest Super Bowl halftime of all time. You know? Oh, man. And it's like, it's okay that you felt something watching that. I get it, but... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's probably better actual shows. <laughs> I'm sure it was the most emotional. Yeah, but yes, you too. They are good in a stadium. I'll say that. I saw them in a stadium with Josh Sharp. It was pretty fun. Cool. Uh, they How just was Josh in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Josh has a very calm stadium energy, which is very unexpected. Sure. Granted, this is a uh, you know, this is years ago. This is a younger Josh Sharp. You know, yeah. For it's all also, we. Uh, Josh Sharp's so, a whole new guy now. Being tall in a, in a mm. concert setting is very uh, nerve-wracking. Mm. Yes. You, there's no way to not be in someone's way. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, he it was a very much day of, he's like, hey, the person I was going to go, I got bailed on. Who wants to go? I'm like, I'll go. We didn't really know each other. You know, we had like an improv 501 class together. And I was like a young boy who got real drunk. <laughs> so he was very much the babysitter by the end of it. I was like, I think I'm going to text this girl what I really think. He's like, uh, yeah, do that. You know, oh, boy. <laughs> Granted, you know, it, it helps. It, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, explain to us how this conversation with this girl went from what? 2013. Let's, let's this hear. is. Yeah. Oh, this is like 2010, baby. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and I was like, hey, I feel like I've been being dragged around. And she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh. Oh, there you go. This was a weird, uh, we, uh, maybe I'll delete. Uh, she, it was like college, you know, and she smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> this is important. Uh-huh. And there was just a day in the summer. I was like, hey, would you want to hang out? I don't know. You want to go to this bar? And then five hours later, got the text. I'm there now. I'm here now. 
very much like a I, oh okay and then i ran there and i was like well uh, you know okay and then she was there with three friends and i sat on one side of the table and they three sat on the other side of the table like a it, job interview yeah <laughs> it was so weird and oh yeah yeah trials and tribulations am i right Um, so much I, like the, much I have like some can of worms questions. <laughs> yes. Yes. Serum. Okay. So Barnabas says the titular line of the movie, right? Once it's like, so he's called, uh, Mike Pillsbury is called to the universe. Hey, please get me off this. Uh, a very slow lightning bolt has struck his antenna, which then electricity crawls slowly through, blah, blah, blah. He does it. Barnabas shows up and says, you've opened a can of worms. Which anytime an alien uses an idiomatic expression, <laughs> it's like, what does that mean on, <laughs> Barnabas, on dog yeah. planet, right? Yeah. I, I guess maybe they all eat still cans of dog food. Sometimes it's a strange phrase, even in English. Yes. Because worms is not a canned Well, item. for bait shops... But are they canned? Or was this like I a throwback so. to maybe canning being bad? And like, oh, you let's opened a can, turned out it was a can of worms. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's find I, out. I guess in but my mind, yeah. Whatever that is, it also happens in Barnabas's, uh, uh land. Um, so later on, so we meet all the different aliens. They then go to the zoo. There's one alien who is like the um, eye capture I capture different alien races and I keep them in my zoo, right? And so he captures the little brother, brings mm-hmm. him in, and then Barnabas is like, well, he's going to keep capturing humans until he finds the perfect specimen. And they have the idea, well, we know the perfect specimen. It's this bully. And so they bring this 17-year-old boy <laughs> to... The perfect uh, specimen. The perfect specimen to this alien. And the alien's <laughs> like, well, this is what I wanted in a cage which, which, by the way... I'm not making a real judgment on this person at all, but no. it's like he's not like who you would cast as the perfect specimen, no. yeah, even no. by 17 year old standards. Like there are like he's not he ain't hot shit. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, he's, also, um, he's not that great at football. Like they right. are a bad football team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last yeah. shot of the movie, their football field is like somebody. There's literally track marks from somebody been like <laughs> spinning donuts in the field. Like it's, yeah. Uh, so can of worms does come from in the fifties. They did sell bait to fishermen in cans. Oh. Okay. Uh, and I guess it's kind of like getting getting the toothpaste back on the bottle or genie back on the bottle, where it's like you can't recan it once you've opened it. You have to deal yeah. with it. That makes That's, sense. There you go. It's also it's one of those weird things where then it's like when you explain it that makes sense, but then I think I've so assumed can of worms with the context of like a wormhole or like mm. science. It's like oh right, even thinking of the practical application of it is weird because I'm so used to like well that just means space you know or aliens <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean yeah, I, I, it is interesting that our analogy can't go two degrees. It's like nope, it's one to the next, and that's it. I can't extend that any further to <laughs> a next thing. It's, no, I only know the one and two. Yeah. Um, so they get up there, and it turns out like. Ha- uh, hamians are not are real, right? Like, yes, they're yeah. real. They exist. They are they are aliens that just wear mittens. It's just this guy with like two <laughs> mittens who have possibly some sort of telepathic power, but it's never explained how Mike Pillsbury knows the you, story yeah. of these aliens and then meets one. 
Um, yeah. It's yeah. very much a Disney Channel. I mean, because this comes up in not to in Twitches, a movie we're yeah. going to cover later, which we recently watched. It's like, oh, the kids stories come real. It just feels like a very convenient thing. Maybe it ties into I, I, I'm sure it's not entirely conscious, but like a no one believes kids, you know, yeah. but it's like we're yeah, right. Sure. You know, it's like, yeah, that crazy you, idea you had. It's true. You're not you wrong. Warriors of virtue. Yeah, with the kangaroo soldiers? Yes. Yeah! That whole movie's about that. And it's also the other kid from Under Wraps, by the way. Which uh, is crazy, because in another episode we've recorded recently, I mentioned the movie Star Kid. Yes. As one of those mov- weird, like low-budget kids movies I was all in on. The yeah, other yeah. movie I was thinking of was Warriors, Warriors of Virtue. Warriors of Virtue, yeah. That lo- whole, the whole MacGuffin of that movie is to find the thing that allows you to rewrite reality. So it is like a meta thing of like you get to become the script writer when you get this pen or whatever. Uh, wow. And I think, yeah, that's very much it, it, even if the message gets lost in that, be, it became the trend <laughs> that like kids stories could become real. Uh, if, if I had yeah. that pen, you know what I'd do? What? Make us the host of late uh, Regis and Kelly. <laughs> we No more working our way up to it and earning it no. overnight. We are the new host. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it this is uh which is this is true of a lot of bad science fiction where it's there's three different movies stacked up on top of each other mm. or sometimes segmented. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield Earth has the same problem where it's like, oh, you're not sure which type of science fiction movie you want to be. So you'll be one movie for like a bit of it and then you'll switch to another one and then switch to another one. Yeah. And this one is very much like the first half is like a labyrinth, dark crystal style. Like those are more fantasy, but that style of like, oh, you're a kid, like what you were talking about. Yeah. You're a kid who has who is going to have this power. Yeah. And this is going to be a true thing. And this is like your 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 calling. This is what you can do. And again, in the movie where the aliens show up sooner, that is a cool smokescreen for yes. getting him to accidentally contact the aliens. I think that could work, but for having it take so long, yes. it's just too much bait. You can't yeah. put the cans back into the, the the worms back into the can. You yeah. can't. And you can't put yeah, the cans switches, back into the worms. Yeah, it switches the, into this like satire, this like alien where you've got like yeah, you got the lawyer. You've got the. Uh, it's pop up ads. The the aliens are pop up ads in the yes. in the nineteen ninety nine internet uh, that the, the universe is in this movie. Um, you've even got the police show. Like the police are there's a busy signal when they try to call the police because yeah. they're so like it, it. It has this real like half and half yeah. uh, feel to it. Which I wonder if it's also just this thing of again when there's multiple in this instance maybe when there's yeah. multiple screenwriters or multiple drafts where they're like well, just take the best parts of each script it's like yeah but yeah. then as one no <laughs> you know and you you do have to factor in that like yeah Under Wraps was ninety seven but they didn't start making uh, all of these movies monthly or uh, yeah, yeah releasing a movie monthly and for until nineteen ninety nine oh and yeah so this is the early days this is April so it's only the fourth of that year. And so you, they are just pumping it out. And I think there is just, quite frankly, a level of like, uh, who cares yet? That and does. Yeah. I joked while you were gone about how this is how everybody's uh, favorite one, because it is, I think, one of the more forgotten of the Disney Channel original movies in general, let alone spooky ones. Um, Although when I mentioned hmm. I was doing this, my girlfriend was like, you're watching Can of Worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knew it and remembered yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I just don't think 
I think after they hit a certain wave, which I think starts with like uh, uh, Phantom of the Mega, pl- like Mom's got a date with a vampire. Like yeah. once it starts catching steam, they stop replaying a certain generations, like, even yes. under wraps, which I think is very good and would play well. They stop playing because they're yeah. like, oh, we found our voice and our brand, and I think Cam that is this weird yeah. in between. And then too, I think kids are very. It has to like feel recent enough. Like it's like, yeah. oh, that's for older. You know, it has to feel like it's made for them. Like anything yeah. that's like too old timey or you know dated, it's like, uh, uh-uh, that's like lame. But there also might just be the I don't know about scary factor, but the aliens look weird and gross, yeah. and that's yeah. not the the direction the brand's going in. Because you mm-hmm. look at the monsters from Halloween Town, and it's very san- it's still you know grotesque, but it's a very sanitized version of that. As opposed to the guy, the alien in loafers that's on the cover of this movie is gross. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's scary and gross. And the bomb is just like snot with a face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wait, yeah, there's a long scene of him like slowly eating a burger <laughs> and then farting. Yeah, and then sl- <laughs> like eating a corn a co- uh, uh, corn on the cob. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, watching the food go into his weird puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think as opposed to oh go ahead no no the halfway oh the halfway of um the the difference of like this movie and and i'm going to say like real movies or theatrical movies yeah. where you might undergo many many layers of like executives changing going mm-hmm. back right oh that yeah kind of, like whole thing this is probably the halfway in between where oh we need to change some things we also need to get it moving yes that's where i'm reminded like a yeah. hallmark movie it's oh great you wrote the Hallmark movie we like it this is the one idea she loves Christmas but she's an architect she needs to build Christmas house that's the movie that's <laughs> yeah. the whole movie it's yeah. it's a UCB game sketch yeah, right? yeah. Where it's yes. just Bing Bing Boom that like this, also reminds me of I believe either in a podcast about it or in their screenwriting book uh, Ben Tom Lennon describes like they wrote a draft of Herbie fully loaded and the executive loved it and it's like yeah I love it this is we're gonna greenlit this. Um, you know, for the next couple of drafts though, just deal with the guy under me. And that guy hated his boss and did not get the script and like forced them to make all these changes yeah. to the point where then that boss read it. It's like, Oh, this sucks. Like, no, you're fired. And they're like, wait, wait, let us do one more version. And they basically turned in the first version. She's like, mm, yeah, okay. You know, but, right. but then that guy is just like, eh, and that's why, uh, yeah. movies can be terrible, <laughs> you know? But yeah, you also again one thing that I unequivocally love about this movie, and I'm not disparaging the, the latter example here, but like to think that this is the same like system that went on to make a High School Musical, like mm-hmm. yeah, like it is so wildly different. Even if it's like shot <laughs> the same way, like it still has yeah. plastic or whatever you want to call it. But like to think that like because uh, that's why I am like interested to get to Girl versus Monster. That's something I know nothing about, and it's of that generation. That yes. I, I am interested to see how they're going to portray, literally portray the monster because the guys who aren't even supposed to be scary in this movie are ugly as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so which I'm is, wondering. Yeah. Which, and again, it's like a point we made, but like in just finding guests for this miniseries, being like, well, no one would want to do a Twitches episode. And right. someone's like, I would. Oh, I love Twitches. I'm like, it's great. Like, really? It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're like four years younger than me. Right. For whatever reason, that's like, that's it. And even too, like at this point, I was thinking about. I watched a clip of Brink and I got like goosebumps. I was yeah. so happy. And yeah. then I had the thought of watching the computer 
wears tennis shoes with mm. Kirk Cameron. Yes. Not um, the most popular actor in the world. Kurt Russell? Isn't he the original? That itself is like know. a remake, sure. I believe. Yeah. yeah. With like Kurt Russell. And then they right. made it with Kurt Cameron. And I, yeah. just the idea of watching it. It's a similar to Fetch Describe playing a, a weird PlayStation 1 JRPG. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I just wanted to see the opening screen. That was it. <laughs> you know, I wanted to hear the sound when you hit X to hit start in that specific time yeah. to yes. this video game. Like, great. I got everything I wanted out of revisiting this. Yeah. And uh, because these didn't. Uh, these didn't stay around as they continued. You guys mentioned yeah. how, like, through attrition, they would take these out. Yeah. Yes. They have that very generational feel. Yes. Like, for me, actually, uh, nothing but trouble. Comedy yeah. Central bought the rights and played oh. it nonstop for, like, two years. Wow. And it was – so I know it very well because yeah. early on when Comedy Central didn't have a lot, that's what they would put wow. on. Um, yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, should we – I mean, with, uh, oh, again, wow. to hit Shalia's point once again, these movies are designed so you don't remember how they end. Yeah. One thing I really liked actually about the kind yeah. of like, not I guess semi-ending, but uh-huh. the, the bully isn't this one-dimensional bully when he and the little brother are in the zoo together. Mm-hmm. A big point is like the little brother explains where how Mike Pillsbury's life is. And the bully is like, oh, that sounds tough. He doesn't have many friends, huh? Yeah. yeah, and that's it. And he just realizes, like, oh, yeah. I've been kind of mean. Yeah, and then they become right. Like, it's not about pulling his pants down in front of yeah. people. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I will say t- maybe I'm just in an emotional time in my life, or I'm feeling very empathetic, or you know. But I was just like, wow, this movie really captures what it's like to be like a nerd and like kind of have like defenses up of like, why would this yeah. girl be in my house? Like you know, yes. I'm just like, oh man, yes. people, you're not a monster people and like that's the you, whole yeah. thing that comes with feeling like an alien feeling like you're adopted feeling it just it's just feeling like a teenager it's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't belong because you're in a transitional phase yeah um, and, i'm know. also watching these with my mom we get along well and she just goes high school's rough <laughs> i go yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, you were both so emotional at that time <laughs> i'm like we were weren't we <laughs> But then uh, also getting to be, well, not to talk too much about my mom's feelings, but she's like, do you ever get out of the way you felt when you were in elementary school? I'm like, Jesus, mom. You know? She's like, I wonder if I'll ever stop feeling so insecure. <laughs> like, I don't know. Hope so. Hope so. Hope so. Believe in yourself, Nancy. <laughs> That's um, what I'm always saying. But then uh, they get out of the situation and uh, everything's good, right? Like, is there any, like, do they? I, I honestly forget. Is there any of like the thing where it's like, and we all solved everything, everything went back to normal, except bombs hanging out in the back room? <laughs> no, he like says there's a goodbye to Barnabas at the football yeah. game, okay. and Barnabas runs back into the portal. But otherwise, they say like, well, we've decided. The universe has said uh, your planet is not ready for alien contact yet, so we are closing it back up. No more aliens will arrive. <laughs> goodbye, and then that's pretty much it. Okay. I think it's also just like these movies don't have enough money to have like a very climactic ending. So it's like everything's solved. It's like yeah. one shot of like, whoa, falling through a window or like knocking. Not yeah. even that violent, you know, not like yeah. a fight. Just like, a, all right. So, oh, yeah. you figured out the magic spell. So you're free. This Flash. the police show up, which is the joke ending of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Of like, oh <laughs> fuck, how do we get out of this? Uh, yeah, let's yeah, just have yeah. the police arrest the bad guys. Yeah, 
Well, cool. Well, what, what say we rate this puppy? I, I think we rate this puppy. So what's the rating system? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Ooh. Curtis. Take it away, Mr. Cinema. It's a, well, <laughs> it's a scale of one to five, but instead of saying those numbers, you assign them. Now, typically Mi- on the pod, hold on, typically on the yeah, pod, it's, yeah, it's yeah. any combination of ghost, ghouls, goblins. Yeah. But not for this one. Okay. It's take it away, Mr. Movies. See, regular, you'd have five ghosts, five ghouls, and five goblins, and you can use however many of those as you want to total five ghost, ghouls, and goblins. But, nuh-uh, ghost, ghouls, and goblins, they're on vacation. They take Halloween off on this podcast. (laughs) And who fills in? Who's the seasonal workers we got helping us out? Why, it's five Mickeys and five (laughs) Minis. And two, you can use however many of those Mickeys and however many of those Minis as you want. So long as it's only five. So for so okay, uh, you know, Jay Z, give your rating and hopefully that that'll. Well, I just want to make the note: Curtis truly is a a tutor in that I believe he's taking notes. (laughs) I I take notes. Yes. There's a pen in hand. Paper is probably nearby. Just go. Just do it. All right. I think he'll pick it up after two examples. All right, let's see. I'm going to give Can of Worms. We've had some criticisms, but did I have fun? That's kind of the metric I use. And the answer is, hell yes. So (laughs) So your rating. My rating, all these things considered, I'm going to have to give it (laughs) two and a half Mickey. I don't think I'm stalling for comedic effect. I think I'm having a legitimate brain meltdown. (laughs) I probably need some more water. Anyway. Two and a half Mickeys and two and a half Minis. Totaling five. Five Mickeys and Minis. Okay. So I will give it, f- for example, <laughs> just to show you you can play with it. Like, but this oh, is for my God rating. Sakes, I'm out of here. Yeah, but this is my rating. I'll give it 1.25 <laughs> Mickeys and f- 3.75 Minis. Great. Which puts <laughs> us at five. Does that make sense, Curtis? Yes, it does. Okay. Now, what is your rating? Uh, I'm going to say a solid three Mickeys. Oh, wow. And a and solid two Minis. And here's Whoa. Whoa. It's in the perfect club. The perfect. So you, you got a lot of fun. Yeah, there's yeah. some issues with it. But once the, like, the weird satire and the aliens show up, Absolutely. The, the lawyer thing, him eating, him disgustingly eating this thing and like being this weird space lawyer is funny. The like agent. There's a guy who wants who wants him to be a spokesperson for like this space harmonica. Yeah, it's like it's it is. There are some pretty funny parts. The space cops is like a weird funny thing. Yeah, that's three Mickey's. That's that's fun. <laughs> there is a little bit of heart. You got two oh, Minis there. There you, you go. Got, uh, you know, you got the bully coming around. You've got him. You've got the main character trying to figure out like, oh wait, could this girl actually like me? Which they never actually really address, but it is like, oh, we are going to be friends. But yeah, it leaves that open for potential. You don't need to see him kiss for you to get the the spiritual win regardless. Which, oh yeah. A point I was going to, I think I was thinking about it in Twitches too. I I think at the time, well, we started to record out of order, but at the time it's like, oh, but then like you get so distracted with like the, the, the story of the, you know, magic and, and whatnot. We never resolve the romantic subplots, but then it's like, well, they are kids and they're not going to get 
kids don't get married or have sex. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but just the fact that like, whoa, this person likes me, but, uh, but wants yeah, to exactly. hang out, That's like, the hooray, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's nice, and I think more adult movies could learn from a little bit. Yes, like, it <laughs> yeah. Always have to be again thinking of it as lo- like as a prize is is not. It sh- mm-hmm. A happy byproduct is good enough, you know. Like yes. So there you have it. Day three in the books. Worms in the can. Coaching. Um, it turns out we can put the worms back in the can. <laughs> yep. Gotcha, suckers. <laughs> Which also actually, the it. end of the movie is they they yeah. do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "You've opened it up to the universe. We yeah. can't undo this." And then at the end, he says, "Well, we undid it." And there you go. <laughs> that is actually keep listening to our miniseries, but that is a theme that comes up a little bit. Is, <laughs> yeah. uh, we say something is impossible, and then they go, "Wait, what if we did it?" <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but, we can't yeah. do that because we'd have to break this rule. Hey, let's just break that rule then. It's okay. still cross the streams. There's a lot of not crossing the streams yeah. in uh, these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis, you got anything to plug? Plug and promote. Uh, this will come uh, out late October. Late o- Well, so late October. Check out my Halloween costume. <laughs> um, so I have, I have a. if you're interested in improv, I've got an improv podcast called Improv Beat by Beat, which you can see at uh, curtisrutherford.com slash improv, or it's on all of the... Uh, iTunes and 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 podcasting and Stitcher and all of that. Terrific. Um, other than that, I'm actually Curtis on Twitter and Instagram and uh, whatever else. Ello, I assume. Hmm. And yeah, uh, yes, the great social media. Yes. Ello. And Google Circles. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Very cool. And now, Is, yeah. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow, day four. Oh my gosh! Don't look under the bed. Hey, wow, that's a good one. We got the yeah. uh, manic pixie scream manic girls. Manic pixie scream girls. Uh, an episode we recorded whenever we recorded it. Don't worry about it, listeners. Why are you gosh. guys so concerned about the backstage of this podcast? Just Stop enjoy trying to piece together. Yeah, I get it that you want to follow the drama. Of will I or won't I fall? You know. Well, hey now. <laughs> fall in love with. <laughs> I got a very captivating barista crush story going on, and and you're it's a real Pulp Fiction situation where we're sure. telling the story out of order. But yeah, spoiler alert: we're getting married, duh. Or that's what's gonna happen. I, it yes. hasn't happened right yet. Now it's, but you don't understand. That we can't get married because of this thing. But what if? But what yes. if? We can't yeah. get married. She's a barista. I'm not a barista. It wouldn't work. It's written in the rule books of society: a barista and a non-barista. Barista cannot be together. But what if mm, we just it? did? Ooh. So that's going to be fun. It's good up. Um, yes. Queen of Halloween it. will be back soon. She's just back in Halloween town dealing with some administrative bullshit. Yep. Queen duties, you know. Mm. We understand listeners love her, but, you know, sometimes her du- her royal duties are call. It's not all fun and games being a queen, you know? That's right. A lot of it is like thinking long and hard about what is for the good of the people. Sure. Yeah. Should we reform <laughs> Kiss? With <all> yeah. <laughs> you got to crunch the numbers. Like, what's the gate you can anticipate, you know? Okay, so that's 72 divided by three. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how to do this, you guys. You're keeping me out. Ooh. Um. All right. Is that the end of the podcast? I think so. Okay. Curtis, what do you think? Are we allowed to end the podcast? 
what do you think, Barnabas? <laughs> yes, I think so. Wow. wow. Great Barnabas <laughs> impression. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys. Not to <laughs> yeah. keep it going longer, but wonderful what? Barnabas impression. <laughs> All right. And we with love that, we love you. We love you. Oh my god, I am so friggin' mad. Killworms isn't even a scary movie, it's sci-fi. This miniseries is so off the rails, I can't even. Hey guys, it's your boy, Calabar the Warlock from Halloween Town, aka the miniseries villain. But really, like, I'm kind of a hero. I, um, uh, so, can of worms, or should I say, elephant in the room, <laughs> I've yet to thwart the podcast, um, The Lads made another perfect episode, even though it's not a horror movie, but it was a perfect podcast, and so, and, and you know, Avi, that my whole thing is I'm an evil warlock, and I'm trying to stop this miniseries. And I, and I haven't done that yet, but I have like 10 days to do it. It's only day three. I have like 10 more days to come up with like a sick ass plan to ruin this podcast. And I'm gonna do it. Everyone knows Calabar says he's gonna, you know, stop a podcast. He does it. I canceled so many podcasts. I canceled, well, I canceled half of Caller Daddy. I talked the other girl into quitting told her, like, hey, Alex doesn't respect you. She thinks you're dead weight on the podcast, and you could be so much better without her. So that worked. Um, talked to Nerdist into changing their name into whatever they changed their name into. I don't know if it's still going, but I know Chris Hardwick has, has been uncanceled, which is which is what it is. Well, I tell her, I think it's great that my favorite comedian, Chris Hardwick, is still going. What other podcast that I canceled? Professor Blast, oh, that's it. Professor Blast, oh wait. Professor Blast might be coming back. Well, well, I'm gonna stop it again. Stop it once, I'll do it again. Because that's what Calabar do. Okay, see you guys tomorrow for day four. Peace out. Bye-bye. I'm Calabar. Oops, I farted.